0: In the name of Jesus, amen. We assume that there were three wise men since three gifts were given to Jesus that day, gold and frankincense and myrrh. However, our gospel reading from Matthew does not say how many wise men there were for sure. And so we know that there were at least two, if not three or four wise men giving gifts to Jesus coming from that long, faraway land of Arabia to Jerusalem and then Bethlehem. But the number of wise men is really beside the point. The point, though, is that the wise men from Arabia came to Jerusalem and then to Bethlehem. But why did they come to Jerusalem and then to Bethlehem? That is the question. By some profound way, these wise men, they looked to the night sky and they learned that a very special star was in the sky, in the east, and that a very special king had been born. Indeed, through the events in the sky, these wise men, they knew that something special had happened, that there was a birth of a king. And so the wise men went from Arabia to the capital city of Jerusalem in Israel. Once they got to Jerusalem, though, I imagine that they were quite confused, for they did not find a new king. No parties in the street, no celebration, no used-up birthday confetti, and get this, no leftover birthday cake. Nothing. Business as usual. Yes, business as usual in Jerusalem. Everyone was acting as if nothing had happened. We can visualize their confusion and possibly their frustration, though, when they came to Jerusalem not finding a new king. For they were very learned, yes, very learned and wise men. You see, these wise men were teachers, they were astrologists, and possibly physicians. These wise men were like college-educated, white-collar intellectuals. They had observed an astronomical, an astronomical phenomenon in the sky, and they linked the appearance of that star with a Jewish king, which means that they did not go to Jerusalem to come up empty-handed. They were expecting to see something, and that something was a king. However, the star in the east only got them so far. They got to Jerusalem, but did not get entirely to Jesus. So long story short, the wise men they consulted with King Herod, King Herod, then he then consulted with the priests and the scribes. And the priests and the scribes, well, they consulted with the word, the Bible. More specifically, they consulted with the Old Testament that stated that a king would be born in Bethlehem. As a result, the wise men, they traveled from Jerusalem then to Bethlehem. And as they were traveling along, that star that they saw in their homeland, That very star guided them to the very house where Joseph and Mary and Jesus were living. Now, with all of this stated, ask yourself this question. Yes, ask yourself this question. What was it that led the wise men to Jesus in Bethlehem? Yes, one more time. What was it that led the wise men to Jesus in Bethlehem? Was it their superior intellect? After all, they were certainly wise. Was it their astrology skills? Maybe they had some sort of pretty good new technology built into a telescope. Or did their university degrees give them some sort of insider backroom knowledge about the king of the Jews? Maybe they had an advanced feature, an advanced release of Google Maps or a GPS. Well, the answer, my friends, is that it had nothing to do with the wise men. It had nothing to do, I might add, with their wisdom. But it had everything to do with the Lord. You see, the Lord gave them a sign. He gave them a star. He also gave them the Old Testament message. And so they were led by the sign of a star and the word of God from the Old Testament to Jesus. And without that sign of the star... Without that Old Testament message, well, the wise men would never have gotten to Jesus. As smart as they were, without that sign and without that word, they would have stayed in Arabia apart from Jesus, or worse, gotten lost somewhere in Persia. Now pause here a moment, dear friends. Do you realize that this is not some nostalgic or pious-sounding religious story but how the Lord actually works things with the Christian faith, this is exactly how the Lord works it for you. Permit me an opportunity to explain. You see, nobody becomes a Christian by their superior intellect. No one. Nobody becomes a Christian because they have personally discovered Jesus on their own private spiritual journey. No one. Frankly stated, when we seek We find nothing, for we are blinded by sin. We cannot decide to follow a Savior that we do not know. We cannot choose this day a God that has not been revealed to us. We cannot use our willpower to get a king when our will is bound in sin. This is why Jesus needed to be revealed to the wise men by the star. This is why Jesus needs to be revealed to us. By the gospel. Without the star and without the gospel, both the wise men and you would never find or know Jesus. Stated in another way, you and I cannot by our own reason or strength believe in Jesus or come to him. It is impossible. However, the Holy Spirit has called you and me not through a star but through the gospel. Yes, the Holy Spirit gathers us from not Arabia, but from darkness unto light. And through the preached and the proclaimed gospel, the Holy Spirit, he enlightens our blind eyes. He brings us to Jesus and Jesus to us so that we may see our salvation. We can even flesh this out a little bit more. Consider the church right now. The church right here. You see, the Holy Spirit works to draw pagans not to Jerusalem or even Bethlehem, but to the church. Churches like this one. Churches like St. Paul. And once in the church's lap, unbelievers are placed right before a pastor who preaches the gospel. And the Holy Spirit, through the star of the gospel, brings them before Jesus and Jesus before them, giving them faith. Yes, the Holy Spirit preaches the gospel to dead ears in dead wooden pews through an insignificant pastor. And so, just like the wise men were brought to Bethlehem to see Jesus, the Holy Spirit does the same by bringing people to the church to hear and receive Jesus. It's incredible. It's incredible to think about, my friends, is it not? But here's the catch. Things get really messed up. For there are so many fraudulent and Crooked and corrupt people and organizations in our culture wishing to be a sign and a star. In other words, there are a lot of stars and signs and messages in the world promising to bring people to Jesus when they are nothing more in reality than empty sacrilegious scandals trying to get money and entertaining circuses meant to gather crowds, and that's it. Dear baptized saints... Do you wish to know where Jesus, Christ, and the truth are? We'll learn from history. Do not look to the glittery late-night television evangelists that omit and forget Jesus and seek to take your money in exchange for supposed immediate material blessings. They are not a star leading to Jesus. Do not be led astray by bright religious so-called churches that are guided by billboard music awards and decorations of downtown nightclubs rather than Christ and his word. They are not a star leading to Jesus. In fact, do not be deceived by any church, any religious leader, any person That wishes to be the sign of the star that leads you to something other than Christ and him crucified for the forgiveness of your sins. As the star shined above the house of Jesus, the gospel shines only over Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins. Instead, dear baptized saints... Learn to know that there is only one sure sign and star that you can recognize where Christ can be found. And as already mentioned, that sure sign and the star is the holy gospel and the sacraments for you. Everything else is false. Everything else is silly myths, childish games, and foolish tinsel. You see, you who have ears, hear this. Where the gospel is preached, there the star shines brightly on Christ. Where the gospel is found, you have Christ. And where you have Christ, you have the true church. It is that simple. See, the star of the gospel that leads you to and delivers you to Jesus is what each and every one of you need. It is what you actually have this day in this church service. And it is what you should have and wish to have every single week from this time forth. Everything else is like chaff. It is not the gospel. Indeed, if it is not the gospel, it blows away in the winds of life. It will not last. Again, so if any religious leader, any person or church tells you to look to some bright, shining star or some bright, shining light, it better be the gospel. Because if it is not the gospel, it is worthless. And if anybody discredits the gospel as if you need to somehow polish it up and make it brighter and shinier with unoriginal schemes and corny, shallow cultural fads, well, run away. You see, they want to lead you away from Jesus. The star shined above the house of Joseph and Mary and Jesus, revealing Jesus to the wise men. Therefore, be assured that where the star of the gospel does not shine, there is no church, because there is no Jesus. However, be assured that where the gospel is preached, and the sacraments are rightly administered, there you will find Jesus, Jesus who is for you with forgiveness and life and salvation, all as gift. Without the gospel, you will never arrive at the right place, dear friends. However, with the gospel, you have Jesus. And today, the gospel leads this house, St. Paul's Lutheran Church, and it remains over this house by his grace. The gospel that is this, a king has been born unto you. Your sins are forgiven in that king. Indeed, the gospel shines freely and clearly for you this day, so that you might be brought to Jesus and Jesus to you, just like those wise men from long ago. This is epiphany, epiphany for you. Christ revealed to all the nations, Christ revealed and given to you. Christ Jesus, born for you, born to die for you, born to rise for you, your hope and salvation. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous Bright with thine own holiness Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org, or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org